Hi, I'm Jacob Dixon, and this is the Scent World Podcast. You're listening to the Scent World Podcast. I've got to say, it's nice to have you back. Stable through the bumps, stable through the air. It's just growing that quickness hard to keep jumping on the mountain. Fish, four fish fingers, some potato wedges, and some mushy peas. Two prolapse discs in my back, and uh, it's giving me some pincers in my legs, and I've got a separate shoulder. The new guy called Jason Jessups is in there. Jason Jessups' name is? In veteran class, he's pretty fast. In downhill, you can work to the minute, like everything we can plan pretty much to the minute. But we can't do that now because we don't have a schedule. You ever take it off any sweet jumps? You're listening to the Descent World Podcast. Here's Johnny. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode nine of the Descent World Podcast. My name's John Beckett. On tonight's show, we have a young man from County Down, Northern Ireland. It's none other than Jacob Dixon. Jacob has just signed for the Giant Factory Downhill team, and we thought it was about time we caught up with him for a quick interview for the podcast tonight. Hi, everybody, and welcome to December Podcast, Episode 9. On the other end of the line, we've got one of Ireland's fastest riders. In fact, he is the fastest rider in Ireland, Jacob Dixon. Jacob, how are you doing? I'm good. Johnny, how are you? I'm, I'm excellent. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, it's a, it's a, been a wee while just trying to get you organized to get on the podcast. But uh, first off, congratulations on securing a ride for this year with the Giant Factory Downhill team. How are you feeling about that? Yeah, I'm really, really excited. Oh, and thanks as well. I forgot to say that. <laughs> yeah, really no excited. Looking forward to looking forward to riding for a, a big team and have the support, which makes life a whole lot easier. It it certainly does. I mean, the last year you've been a, a mainly as a privateer, but you've had some help out from some some good good sponsors. Are you carrying any sponsors across with you to the uh, giant team, or is it a completely new setup? No, it's a completely new setup for for the 2017 so it's it's going to be exciting hopefully right so teammates obviously you've got elliot uh i'll not say jackinson i'll say jackson because that's the correct way to <laughs> you better say jackinson because he, he announced my he pronounced my name wrong he said Dickinson, uh, no, I, no, I, so you can no, say I was, jackinson <laughs> okay J- jackinson it is and uh marcel the uh obviously the the, the member they're carrying across so and obviously team manager oscar sains again is that right no, Joe. Joe is the team manager and Oscar's the trainer. Right, okay, cool. Oscar's oh, my cool. trainer. Right, excellent. And have you got Dave Garland as well as mechanic, or have you got a, a separate mechanic for yourself? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got Dave. Dave's my mechanic. Oh, good stuff. He'll enjoy that then, eh? You, hopefully you won't give him too yeah. much hassle. <laughs> so, uh, Dave Gar- Dave Garland, obviously of Stendek fame, is uh, obviously a long time mechanic. He has been with like the likes of Danny Hart and stuff. So you're definitely going to be in good hands there. So, yeah, yeah, that's. Ha- so how how did the deal come about? Was it something you had worked with with uh, Giant closely, or is it something that just came out of the blue for you? Yeah, well, I sort of I knew what I was doing for. Like I didn't know what I was doing really for next year, so I I emailed Giant, and then I got back to me. I was talking to him about when I broke my collarbone. I sort of sent emails out because I was sitting on my ass doing nothing really. So I sort of <laughs> sent emails out, getting trying to get myself sorted for next year. And then I got this email from Alex Marin, actually. Would you believe for Joe? Mm-hmm. And then. That's how it all started, and then I had a meeting with him at Val de Sol, World Champs this year, and it's just sort of happened, hasn't it? 
That's uh, that's 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 brilliant the way it goes. I mean, the, as you say, this year you had a privateer year, and the year before you're obviously uh, with the dirt team. Were you with dirt for two years with with Ben Reid? Yeah, yeah, it was two. Yeah. Of course, you're you're on board the orange bikes there, so you you obviously had a year on you proof of the support from the guys there, and then straight onto the giant uh, glory. So, how are you finding the new bike? Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm liking the carbon. I've never rode a carbon frame before, so I'm really liking the carbon. It's, it's real stiff, so I'm enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, it's it absorbs a few of the vibrations out of it. I mean, I noticed the difference with bars, but moving on to carbon frame as well just made another step change. So yeah. So uh, for if 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 we maybe start winding the clock back a wee bit, so how long have you actually been throwing your leg over a mountain bike? Is it? I mean, flip. <laughs> uh, oh, in my motocross days, I rode a bit. I rode a hard tail, basically. I actually rode a giant. What was it? A giant STP. I rode mine. It was like my sort of first like bike I went out with dad and big wood and stuff. So I was riding around there with dad, and then I think I was I was oh the first race I did I was eleven I think in Rostrever, and then I had the well they sort of let me race. Because it was I was too young, so Michael Connell, mm-hmm. I think and Tina, they ran the race. Sort of let me race because I was Dicko's son, you know. So, <laughs> so, so like they just sort of let me race, and then I did the last two rounds of the Irish, and that was a start. And I think that was 2011. I think I'm not too sure. So, so in in my, in my time scale, that's quite recent. But for you, it probably feels like a lifetime ago. But yeah, uh, before, before, twenty. So. With uh, you mentioned, obviously there's schoolboy motocross and stuff. You were you were quite into the sort of the minis and stuff. So how many years did you race on uh, on that scene? I started when I was seven until I was eleven. So what's that? Five, four, four five years. Four years. And yeah. what, what sort of successes did you get there? Well, I I was okay, and then I think I was sitting like third or fourth in the Irish, and then I was right with my mate. His his dad decided to walk us dog. I was riding down a hill, and it was a pretty steep one. And a bramble, like a thorn bush, caught my jersey because I literally came back from riding that day, and it just flicked me off the bike on my BMX, and it just like broke my wrist, like clean off my hand. So that was the end of the Ouch. motocross, basically. Right. So that that was the when you said, right, that's it. I'm no longer riding. Yeah. It? Was it just a, a quick decision? Well, as that? I, I came back. I came back onto the bike. And then I was riding eighty fives, and then I was just not enjoying it really, because you mm-hmm. need to have loads of money to tune your bike like mad, so you actually have speed. <laughs> like I was riding yeah. full stock ever, so because we didn't have the money to basically tune everything. Yeah, it seems to be a thing with the motocross. It seems to be if you throw a lot of money at the horsepower, you can you can usually get away with it, you know, and, and do quite yeah. well. Yeah. There's so, a load of so gunners of- riding. <laughs> <laughs> fast bikes <laughs> for, for those that are listed I, I probably need to translate some things that uh, Jacob <laughs> might say because definitely in, in the, I, I, the island of Ireland and, and the north especially there's a few phrases that don't really translate well so uh, I'll maybe get Jacob to explain when you say gooner what do you mean <laughs> someone who can't ride basically a passenger <laughs> they aren't the pilot <laughs> Alright, fair enough. I'll leave it as that then. So obviously, 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 hopping onto the mountain bike was probably a natural progression because obviously, your old man, good, good friend of mine, Mark, uh, Mark yeah. Dixon, for the folks that sort of 
I want to know. Obviously, has been riding mountain bikes a long time. I mean, I I rode twenty inch bike BMX with him years ago, but Mark was as always a keen mad mountain biker. And do you think he was? Uh, do you think he was expecting you to jump on a mountain bike, or was it just kind of one of those things you you saw, you saw your dad doing that, and you thought, right, I'm doing it as well? Yeah, well, he sort of really didn't. They didn't force me to ride anything. Do you know what I mean? Didn't really mm. care what. Well, he didn't really. Not saying he didn't care. He just wanted me to do what I wanted to do. And yeah. I just play football or play rugby. So he, I just sort of naturally just sort of well, try mountain bikes. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously there's been bikes around the house all your life. So how, yeah. how did you find? How did you find when you jumped on the mountain bike? Was it, was it pretty natural? Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he had my dad had me riding BMX, so it's sort of the same skills sort of helped me transfer over. So, I've, and it was good. It was good fun as well, and it wasn't a joke we across at the time. So that's probably why I'm doing yeah. it now. <laughs> so obviously, the race scene in Ireland, sort of, it's been it's been pretty strong over the last few years. So, so the venues you were riding were the likes of Money Scalp and most of the Irish national tracks. Is that right? Yeah, I rode Money Scalp. That was my first season, if that makes sense. So my first ever season racing, I yeah. did the winter series on scalp, yeah. And um, were you winning straight away, or was it a case of you had to sort of earn your crust and uh, get some experience? Well, my first two races, I got third. I no, yeah, third in the first one. Right. In the first race, did and that I was fine. Like the Irish scene when I was racing as a kid, there was like. 25 juveniles and now there's like five which is yeah, pretty so, it's not really good for the scenes you know but i hope there's more guys coming up there is a few there's a few quick kids but there's not the variety as when i was racing which is annoying i know i saw him probably like an idiot saying this but no i, th- I think like it's, a, it's a, yeah i think i think it's a fact of the um just the way d- downhill's going these ways i think enduro took a bit of focus away from it but i think people are are now realizing that you know, enduro enduro seems to be dying off as well. There seems to be a few race entries not filling up as the British series has been cancelled. So you might find that filter back in the downhill, and uh, we'll see a, a few more youths coming up. So who, who yeah. was your main competition? Who was your main competition back then? Well, look, Comforth and Ben Kennedy. Mm. Uh, me, it was us three because we all went over and did the British. Yeah, and it was us three over, over home, and there was Cam. I rode in the same team as Looking Cam for MBW, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, I rode for the same team as Looking Cam. And then Cam was was a year older, cause I, or two years mm-hmm. older, because I I raced him my first ever race. You see, when he was was he was uh, juvenile. So mm-hmm. with Cam and Look, we just then we basically just raced each other flat out. It was good, right. good racing though. Yeah, and then then obviously obviously you're riding for MBW then, and that was on the Kona, yeah. is that right? And yeah, uh, transition first, and then a Kona. Right, and then from them that would have brought us up to probably what 2014 or so, was it? Yeah, 2014. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, and were you riding Giant at any stage? Because were you not on a Glory for one yes, year? Yes. As a pro- yeah. Right, that's right. So you so you've had a taste of the Giant before. I, I mean, I know I know your your dad was always a Giant man at heart but yeah i remember you being on a glory for a season and then after that that was when you got picked up by the dirt team is that correct yeah yeah i was on the glory for i did three races and then i broke my neck <laughs> yeah i was, I was gonna 
Yeah, I was I was going to get on to that. You talked about your, obviously your wrist injury, but you've had uh, a slightly other one. I remember being uh, at the venue when that happened. So can you, can you talk us through exactly what happened at Innerleith on that fateful day? Well, it was my seating run. I remember that, and I was I could I could tell you that it happened at half twelve because I had seating runs at that time. <laughs> so right. I was coming down one of the streets. I don't know what tracks they are in the release, and I don't have a clue what they're called. Yeah. But it was a note. It was the middle one. That's all I know. And there was this straight wee bit, and my front wheel just hit a wee. I think it was either a root or a wee stump, and I literally just went like the bike just went poop off the line, just straight into the tree, front wheel first, and just supermaned under the top of my head in the tree, and I just went like a slinky. Right. Just felt every every bone just go up my back. Oh, I, I didn't think I would broke my neck. You know, I, I, I was like, I was just like, oh, I might get back up here and go. And then mm. I was like, nah, I'll lie down. Something doesn't feel right here. And then mm-hmm. actually, I remember landing on the floor, and Laurie Greenland had the body like there was a red flag, and there was the guy was standing right beside me, and Laurie didn't mm-hmm. know. And then he just like bunny hopped over the side. It was quite funny. <laughs> so obviously, I mean, I, I was actually at that race, and I didn't know what had happened because I think, I think I'd gone back up the hill, or your dad had disappeared to, to obviously come and see you, and it wasn't until I got back down that I realised yeah. that it had gone. But that that focuses the brain a wee bit, didn't it? So n- yeah. no pun intended. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> obviously, that that's a big challenge to get through. You were you were whisked off to hospital straight away, and how 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 were you feeling then? Can you remember? Yeah, yeah, I remember just sitting there in hospital. Like they told me not try not to move in case, like, I freaking could paralyze myself basically. Yeah. And uh, I was just sitting kicking my legs about and everything. And then Dad was like, "Oh, you're 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 all right. You're all right. You're fine. Look at you. You're fine. You're just kicking your legs about there. You'll be dead on." And then Aye. you know the nurse or the doctor comes in and closes the blinds, don't you? And you know it's gonna be bad. And it's just like. <laughs> We just looked, and then he's like, "Yeah, you you broke your C seven, and then I just remember Dad started crying, and then I started crying. It was like, oh, it was a, it wasn't nice. And uh, your C seven, I mean, I'm obviously not medical. That's that's sort of down in your shoulders. Is that right? Is that is that that's it, yeah, that's like the, the bottom of your neck, the bottom, like right, like underneath your Adam's apple around that area. Right. So obviously quite sobering at the time, was it? Yeah, this wasn't nice. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I spoke to Mark after it. Uh, I think your dad after after a while, and uh, obviously he was he was quite worried for you at the time. But yeah. uh, obviously that that put you out for how long were you out with that injury? I was out for it happened in June the third, I think, and then it happened, and then I was back on the bike in September. Right, so I went to an access cup in Maribor. It was three months, right. basically. Okay. And uh, tell me, were you wearing a neck brace at the time? <laughs> no. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be your dad here, okay? Because I, I, I do remember I do remember a conversation with your dad yeah, said, he's not, he's not wearing that bloody neck brace, you know? So do you wear one now? Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So now, I, I wear you... one now. <laughs> I wasn't having a go at you there, so just to get you, I just thought I would ask the question, just to, <laughs> no. just to, just to, to paint the picture for folks, you know. But obviously, yeah, what yeah. age were you there? You, you must have been, what, seven, 16, 17 when that happened, was it? I was 15. 15. 
broken neck that's at 15 yeah. and three months later you're back in your bike in an excess yeah. cup i mean that's that's quite good going that's 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 ballsy you know so coming into the first race how did you feel with that i, I sort of i didn't really care because i knew it was a neck race i was wearing a neck race <laughs> and i knew they were tested to be the best so i sort of right. put faith in it you know so right. i was sort so of you... determined to prove to everyone well that i can right, race cool. again because everyone like i remember sitting in the hospital and the nurse came in and said well, what are you going to do now since you've done this? Like, you're not going to be racing your bikes again. I just looked down and was like, I'd be racing my bike again. I don't know if you're sitting tenth up all that crap. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when you're what do you call it? Um, when you're on the start line again or practicing or whatever, did, does it play in your mind at that time, or was it just one of these things you just thought, no, that's it. I'm I'm a hundred percent now. Crack on. No, yeah, hundred percent. I just think right, that's it. Dead on. I just motor on. It's happened, what happens, happens. Things happen for a reason, I think. So, Right, so this was one of these things. And then, obviously, from there, you're starting to get to some results and stuff. So you're obviously training there as well. So are you? were you training with Roscoe back then, or are you, are you still training with Roscoe? Yeah, I was back then. I'm not anymore. I, I was right. training with Colin when the year I broke my neck, and then my first, first and second year on dirt. Well, half right, so of the just, second year. Yeah, just just to p- paint the picture for folks, is uh, yeah. Colin Ross yeah. is uh, one of the guy who won. He won the Red Bull Deer Hunt, didn't he, last year with uh, when I, he beat Jay? Yeah, yeah, he beat me. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a fit old boy, you know. I can call him old these days because I'm sure he, sure he won't mind that. He's a master's but, uh, guy. Oh, I know, I know. He's an old boy. He's an old old boy these days. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so obviously, obviously, you were training them with those guys, and then to, uh, when you left Dirt, you got some help from New Proof and O'Neill and a few yeah. other sponsors. Yeah. Who else helped you out last year? Uh, it was Dirt. No, what am I talking about? Uh, New Proof, O'Neill, and then I had like Liat, and I can't even remember to be honest. I had you, uh, Liat, Potato and Joe Ward. Bread, yeah, potato bread. <laughs> then East Coast NC truck, HT components, Mavic descent, decade. Sorry, all like yeah. mud hug. All of them just sort of give me product and stuff to to get through the season. And that's that. That must have been a bit of a challenge for you to sort of come from full factory into privateer for a year. So it's uh, brilliant that the fact that you were able to persevere and get on with it. Obviously, quite a bit of help yeah. from your your old man, I believe, sort of helped out a bit, getting you to places. And uh, uh, obviously, I know Mark coming at uh, East Coast Adventure was uh, a great help. And uh, speaking yeah. speaking of of Mark, obviously his son Chris is a is a good riding buddy of yours. So how how do you find riding with Chris being and slightly younger? Do you find he's he's pushing you, or is he starting to push you now? Well, I Chris is talented, so like Chris is naturally good if he keeps his head. Straight in, he'll do good, and I think that he's since he's riding with, with me, I can sort of guide him as well. So, and I know what sort of things he should and shouldn't be doing. And there's uh, we, Cal Fitzpatrick, who rides with us as well. We us, us three usually riding at the weekends, and sometimes Chloe. And then Cal's riding really well at the moment. Like the sort of them two push each other more than they push me, but I would sort of just get the fun of riding with them. 
Yeah, so it's good obviously having the great venue of Ross Trevor there as well with the uplift system and uh, whatnot. But Chris has also just been picked up by the wide open team. Obviously, he's obviously his results are showing. He's done well at the IXS Cup this year. And uh, did he just win an award for BT Personality or something of the year? Was it Young Sports he, Person he, or something? He he was at some award thing and he won. Uh, what was it? Out, Out, Outsider Magazine or something? It was like an Irish. Oh, right, he won like that. Old, I don't know what, what right. exactly it was. I can't remember. All right, fair he enough. Then, so- right, that's what he I saw some of his dad's Facebook posts, so that's where I'm getting that from. So, But but obviously, you went on last year. And uh, can you any highlights from last year race-wise? Anything that stands out for you? Um, Probably my result in the World Champs on Andorra because it was right with a broken collarbone. Mm-hmm. It was, um, we got 24th in World Champs, no, 26th in World Champs, and then 37th in Andorra. Right, that's pretty good then, that's not too bad, considering you've got a bit of bone flapping about your shoulder, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it didn't actually hurt that much, to be honest, it, it, it just right. sucked out like an idiot, like right. sticking out like mad. <laughs> so, I mean, was that, was that a case of just, did you take a couple of painkillers, or did you just ride it au naturel, so to speak? Yeah, yeah, this road natural. I I don't really take painkillers. I I, I my mum always shouts at me for not taking painkillers because I think if you take <laughs> them, your body will get used to them, and then when you really need them, you don't work. You. Know? Yeah, that's 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 probably quite true. Actually, uh, I I believe there's some guys have some problems with them. End up getting uh, taking them like sweeties, you know. But uh, <laughs> one of them people. Yeah. So obviously, <laughs> co- coming to back to, right back up, bang up to date. You've got. Uh, your giant factory ride sorted for this year. Is that a one-year contract or have you got two years in the bag? Yeah, I've got a, a one-year contract because I sort of coming off, it wasn't a great season last year and just to, I know uh, I, I, I can do well so we'll see what goes, what happens from there basically. Right. Well, that's, that's brilliant. I think that tends to be a standard format these days for sort of newer riders coming on board teams and things like that. But obviously yeah. with your Results you've had in the past, obviously the Junior World Champs, you've had great results there. Uh, what what are your goals for this year on, on the team? Is it, are you are you targeting a particular race or position within the World Cup, or are you just going to see how it goes the first few rounds? Uh, I sort of want to be inside the top twenty consistently, so and hopefully a top ten. That that would be my goal. I know I have the ability to do it, so and yeah. now I've got the backing. You have no excuse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's 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 one of these things. You you've you've now got the support, and I think with the path that you've taken, I think you'll you'll appreciate that so much more than maybe somebody that just came straight in. So I think the yeah. fact that you've had a, a bit of adversity or maybe tr- trying to fund yourself and things like that, it it probably will show in the appreciation on that side of things. So with regard to the support you're getting, are, have you got a trainer organized for this year, or is it something you're just going to do your own thing? Yeah, well, Giant has their own trainer, Oscar. Oscar right, okay. says, Oscar sort of sends me what to do, and I just do it basically. Over right, home. and uh, and uh, are you sticking to it religiously and and putting the hours in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't. I I always feel bad if I don't. Well, I couldn't train there last week because in the start of this week I'm just coming over a chest infection. So right, I'm coughing up lovely green phlegm. <laughs> that's too that's too much information <laughs> but uh 
No, so that, that's uh, that's obviously great. You've you've got that kind of thing. I take it he's on the end of an email or, or the phone or whatever, so you can basically call up and uh, crack on. But is he teaching you a thing or two about different stuff to do? Is it or is it a case of you've 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 been doing something similar in the past or you know? I'm well, just... he's sort of doing like it's more bicycle related stuff. Is where I would I would have rode a lot of road bike more than anything and trail bike. Mm-hmm. So he sort of wants just to stick the downhill stuff. Okay. So I don't really want to get into details. You can't tell everyone, you know, John. Oh, oh, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just, I, I, I do ask everybody because people are interested in what people are mixing yeah, up yeah, with and yeah. stuff like that, you know. And it, it's, it's good to hear that, you know, the guys are giving you guidance, you know. And the fact that it, it seems to be based team based as well means that you know you're not going off doing your own thing. You've got somebody dedicated that's got the interest of the team at heart. So, yeah, uh, your old man told me you're off to. Uh, sunnier climbs in a few weeks time is are you looking forward to that trip yeah yeah heading to california on the 24th i'm pretty sure for right. team camp for, for 10 is, days is that like is that sort of a launch uh, do you know do you know where about you're going are you going north south cal or i think well i'm flying the la so that's south in it ah uh, so you just get picked up and get taken taken wherever <laughs> yeah basically i just got told to fly into lax and that was it <laughs> Uh, fair enough. Then it's, it's the life of a factory rider these days. But uh, <laughs> you can you can you can make sure make sure when you uh, when you get taken out there next year, make sure you get coincided with maybe one of the supercrosses. And then uh, yeah, if you need me and, yeah. me and your dad to come along to keep you company, let me know. You know, I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll join you. <laughs> I'd love to but not them supercrosses. Yeah. So so with regard to that, so is it, is there a bit of testing going on when you're out at the camp? Is that the plan? Do you know what what they're what they're planning on doing with you or? You know, is it, is it, as you say, is it all press and sort of get to know the team? Yeah, I think it's a mixture of everything, really. I think we're doing sort of like a launch of the team and our kit and stuff. So, and then we'll probably do a bit of a good bit of riding and testing. Okay. So, so what, I think what it's sort a good of, mixture. Yeah. So I'm assuming Giant have been, I think they've been on uh, RockShox, SRAM for a, for a while now. So is that is that the sort of setup on the bikes, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on yeah. SRAM. What about and uh, tires? What tires are you running? Uh, Schwalbe. Schwalbe. You, you've been you've been using Schwalbe tires the last yeah. So that you'll be well used to that and well versed in how they handle. Yeah, yeah. That's good. And what about what about race kit? Do you know what you what kit you'll be riding this year? Well, we're on a hundred percent. All right, excellent. So. so. I don't know what it looks like or nothing. I just know it's a hundred percent. It'll just say a big Dickinson across the back of it. Aye, Dickinson. <laughs> Dickinson. <laughs> Aye, we'll just call you uh, Dickens from now on. <laughs> Charles. Dickens. Yeah, I know. That'll stick. That. It will stick. Stick like a Dickens. Stick like a Dickens. But anyway, uh, no, that, that, that's all good. So apart from that, have you got any other? When's when? When's your first race on the schedule this year? Is it? Are you heading out to Crankworks or anything like that, or is your schedule just totally rammed? You you don't even know what day it is. Is that the plan? Is it? Yeah, well, we're, I'm heading to probably the BDS. The first round of BDS will be my first round, and okay. then I'm, and then the other two are heading over to New Zealand. You see, Elliot right, okay. and Marcel in New Zealand, and then I'll probably think. I might be doing a couple of days testing before Natchi or something with Dave right. and then doing Natchi or after Natchi. So, and then I think we're okay. heading to Sea Otter. 
Okay. That'll be a nice trip for you. You've, you haven't been there before, have you? No, I haven't been. I'm really looking forward to doing the slalom. Yeah, I think that that would be my pick of the, of the events there because the slalom course always looks top notch, and it's it's one of the rare opportunities I think to actually ride proper dual slalom. So I think I think you'll enjoy that. Uh, get a nice yeah. wee trail bike or a hardtail setup for that. It should be perfect. Yeah, Giant actually has their own like sort of slalom bike. I think they're bringing one out. Oh, excellent! So uh, your old your old man will be envious of that. I tell you that now because he loved the slalom. <laughs> I'm surprised when I'm away he doesn't ride my downhill bike. <laughs> he says he doesn't, <laughs> but but that's says right. Well, maybe we'll maybe get him on a bike soon. Eh? You never know. Maybe get him out on a bike. Uh, yeah, I know he said he's never never stopped riding, but uh, I haven't seen him with a number plate on for a while. You know. Yeah, the last race he did was I think it was this race. Yes, he already, or last year he did, he did Irish champs. He did that. He rode my bike. Uh, was injured. Aye. Uh, but uh, I suppose he's, he's got to keep his keep his hand in somehow. Otherwise, he can't criticize you for anything, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But that's good. So, uh, what, what else have you got planned this year for yourself? Are you are you, you basically just going to knuckle down, get on with the bikes, and when, do you know when your last race is planned? Is it are you are you plan on doing any SDAs or Irish rounds, or is it just a case of see well, where you are at the time? Yeah, basically, if I'm home, I'll do what I can. Mm-hmm. So I sort of will, will do probably the BDSs if I can do a BDS or if I can I can do an Irish race I'll do an Irish race. I like I don't like seeming like since I'm on a big team I'm not to support a local race where basically I came from. You know what I mean? Uh, I like supporting uh, the Irish races, try and get them out there still. And, uh, and yeah, I, I like doing S. I might do yeah. some of them too. I think you should bring your dad with you as well. We we'll get get a few, get a few uh, bit of crack with him, you know. But uh, w- w- going yeah. back to like giving giving back and racing local and stuff, you you've been doing some coaching, haven't you, down at Ross Trevor? Can you talk a little bit about what you've been doing down there? Yeah, yeah, I've just been coaching just a, a bunch of kids. They've been coming down every it was every Sunday, I think it was. I haven't done it in a while, and I think the last time I did it was a couple of months ago. And there's just the way they might be like youngsters, like from. There's, I don't know what the youngest is, like four, and mm-hmm. like this riding, like the red loop and stuff, and they're all wanting to end it. Like that generation, if they all stick at it, there's going to be loads of downhillers if they want to do downhill. Like That's there's fantastic. going to be stacks. Yeah, and is that something you maybe want to keep keep doing, sort of when you're when you're free, or is it something which maybe, you know, East Coast might help you with, maybe doing like Jacob Jacob Dickinson weekends, you know? Aye, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I enjoy coaching. I sort of, I like it the odd time, but sometimes when I was tired of them doing it, I'm sort of like, oh, I wish I was riding, you know. Yeah. Like I'm just, I, I just love riding, so. Yeah, that, that's that's the thing. I've heard a few people say that, you know, when, you, when you've when you coached, I mean, I, th- I think it was Clive Forth, actually, he said, you know, when you when you coach every day, it's really hard because you just do, you're telling different people the same thing every day and it gets quite repetitive, but he 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 said the best thing to do is just mix it up. So I think I think it's one of these things. If if you enjoy it at the time with new people and you see them coming on, I think that's the reward you get out of it. But at the same time, you do want to be riding your bike because you sort of think, oh, I want just want to pedal my bike, pedal my bike, you know. So yeah, so so so. So when it when it's coming to uh, teammates and stuff, have you, have you spent much time with the guys at all, or is this going to be the first trip that you get to jail with your new teammates? 
this would be the first. I and I think I've spoke I've spoken to them like hello, walking past them, but I've never actually had a conversation as such with them. Uh, so it'll be so the first time I'm meeting the guys. And do you think? Do you think uh, obviously being on a team like that, you think it's you you've got room to expand and learn and and sort of maybe feed off what these guys can do? And do you think you've got anything to give those guys as well? Well, I I I'm all about learning. Like I would listen mm. to anyone if they tell me something. Like I would, I was in the gym today, and some old man like he knew what he was doing. Like he used to be a bodybuilder. <laughs> he sort of showed me like a sort of technique. Like and I would listen to him as where people would just uh-huh. ignore him. Where like yeah. I would listen to his advice because you never know it might help you. So <laughs> like I, I I I I'm all about listening. Like and I reckon like they them two guys both have a lot of experience racing. Uh, compared to me, so I reckon they would help me a lot. I maybe a few things I could help them with if the like I don't know what, but it maybe yeah. could be, you know. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see, won't we? Well, that's the thing. You you've just got to you've got to run with the punches, so to speak, or roll with the punches and uh, see what see what happens and uh, see how the dynamics form out on the team. But I think it's going to be a. a you know, you've got three three very fast riders there who are capable of on their day doing very very well. So, I think if uh, if all goes well, get a few results under your belts, and then uh, you know the team the team will pick up from there. But uh, no, I'm 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 was I was really stoked for you when I when your dad passed the news on, and uh, for, I'm really looking forward to following you this year in the World Cup. Yeah, cheers, John. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, uh, how's how's Joe Ward taking the news? I mean, obviously, he's he's a bat massive enduro star. Is he still going to be giving? Uh, <laughs> is he still going to be sorting you out with a wee helmet? Is he? <laughs> no, I don't think so. This year, he's not big enough, John. He's not big enough. Oh, so, oh, I, th- I thought he, I, I thought he was big. I thought he was big, you know. But uh, he likes to think no, he's he's made life. Sorry, say again. He likes to think he's made it. <laughs> don't be saying that to him now, you know. <laughs> you'll just get, you'll get us both in trouble. I'll upset him. that's right. Well, he's, he's looked after you in the past, and he's uh, he's always he's, yeah. for for those who don't know, it's Joe Ward, who is the uh, he's a former Masters European champion, two thousand six, two thousand seven, and uh, he's been a long time supporter of Jacob uh, supplying helmets and uh, and various things, and uh, he runs a company called Potato Bread. That's B R E D. In case you didn't know, I might as well get a wee <laughs> plug in for him there. Keep him happy. <laughs> I know, but, you'd be uh, looking money off him. Yeah. Uh, well, I'd be looking money off him for that, but uh, it's a case <laughs> of, it's a case of uh, I don't see him enough these days because he's not riding downhill too much. He's gone to, he's gone to the, the dark side of Enduro, but uh, he seems to be doing well. And he's picked up a bit of a ride, a deal with uh, New Proof FC, so I wish him the best of luck in the EWS and uh, hopefully he does bring some some results. But uh, moving on now, is what... What's what's your old man going to do that he's not travelling with you every weekend? Is he is he uh, is he planning on getting the garden sorted and uh, doing some family time with holidays and stuff like that, or is he is he going to be still chasing you after around the World Cups? Is he? I think he's coming to a few. I think he's right. still coming to a few. Him and Chloe, my girlfriend, will be heading out probably. I think they're going down to Dora, so right. I, I couldn't see him in the garden. I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he'll be sitting in the garage is something they always did. Oh, I know, no, I'm just doing that to wind him up, you know. But uh, <laughs> no, that's good to hear. It, it'll be good, to, especially if you're at some of the foreign ones you haven't been up before. It'd be good to have a bit of family support there, or friends and stuff. So 
that's always good. So out yeah. of out of this year's out of this year's World Cups, which ones are you, are you looking forward to the most? Uh, I'm sort of looking forward to Lourdes because I've never really came into Lourdes with such a good backing. Like last year, I came into Lourdes probably like a week, two weeks before, thinking I wasn't going. You know, I was like a day's yeah. notice, and I was like, oh, no Lourdes, so like now I know I'm going. Yeah. So yeah, so the, the, that Lourdes and Dora really, and Bal the Soul. All, all the, all the good tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if, if, I've, had, I've had this conversation with everybody about the tracks in the World Cup and what's your opinion on them? I mean, obviously some of them are still relatively new to you. Do you still think they need to up the, up the standard on some of the tracks or do you think they're all okay at the moment? Well, I sort of think Leo Gangs don't like it. Like it's it's pretty, I don't like that middle flat bit. It's got a, it's got a, it had a better top section than this year and last year it's sort of got, it's got worse over the years. Mm-hmm. Like so, if they've got a better top, like they've got a mountain to do it on. Like I saw better tracks on a mountain was half the size, and they could yeah. make such track. Like the bottom sections, I love the bottom section; it's so good fun, and mm-hmm. they could just make it so better. Like that's the only track really, I think. Right. And Lancer Heights pretty bad too, but that's only because of crash and broke my car. But I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's 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 something you, you you'll no doubt get over this year, but. Uh, when it comes to tracks and stuff, what do you like? Do you like the, the tight and technical or do you like the fast and wide open? I love, I like anything really, but I think I excel more on technical tracks and steep stuff. So you like the steep tech, roots, rocks, that yeah. kind of stuff, yeah? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Don't we all? That's what we all live for, basically, on the bikes, isn't it? So that, yeah. that, that, that's, all, that's all good. So what, what are you doing now in your spare time? When you're not riding your bike, you're not, uh, you're not doing anything bike related. What 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 are you doing for kicks these days? Well, I would a train basically, and then I work two days a week. Right, what are you working? Gym, right? I know Jim. What what are you doing with Jim? Is it was that labouring or something? Is it? Well, he's sort of like a caretaker of like like private developments. All right, so, so you're helping him out a little like bit. Cut, cut grass and. Whacking a few bushes, as we say. Hi. <laughs> so that's bound to be stopping soon, is it? Is that all stopping soon, or uh, are you going to continue it on as, as long as you can? Well, I, I think I'll, I'll help. I'll help Jim as much as I can because I, I when I didn't know I was riding for Giant, like I, I had no. Well, then I started working for Jim, so yeah, I don't really just want to drop him because he sort of like more or less employed me. Yeah. So I'd say like sort of worked it out that I'll still help him as much as I can when I'm home. That's just it all. Just, I wouldn't drop someone in it like that. You know, I couldn't do it because he gave me the opportunity. That's exactly that's It's a good, good attitude to have. That's superb. I bet Jim will be pleased to hear that. Although he'll probably be, he'll probably be sh- shouting at the Red Bull telly with a beer in his hand on a Sunday afternoon. Go on, come on, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so that's all good. So, So there you go. I think... I think we've covered uh, a lot. Is there anything, anything else you want to talk to about or share with us tonight? Well, not that I know of, really. We've sort of covered everything, haven't we? Aye, well, I've well, nothing really for news to say. Listen, well, maybe we'll try and catch up with you at a, at a race in the future and see how you're getting on. And uh, We'll definitely be watching from afar and uh, wish you the best of luck this year. And uh, yeah, fingers, crossed, mate. fingers crossed you get the results you deserve. <laughs> I hope so. 
<laughs> right, Jacob. Well, thanks for that. I'll, I'll call that to an end. That's that's been uh, so almost the guts of forty minutes. So th- thanks for joining us, and uh, wish again, as I say, I wish you all the best for two thousand seventeen, and uh, fingers yeah. crossed for you. Thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure talking to Jacob tonight. Wish him the best of luck again for uh, 2017 on board this giant. If you want to find out more about Jacob, you can uh, obviously look at the Giant Factory Downhill Team website or you can hook up with him on uh, Facebook or Instagram. I'll drop a couple of links in the description for you all to have a look at. Right now, it's time to sign off and hopefully catch you next time when we've got a slightly eccentric guest. That's all I'll say. Something to look forward to. Check us out then. Episode 10, coming to your ears soon. Mm -hmm.